gentlemen and free your spirit and inhibitions it is no bs with brian and susan (laughs) this is our psychedelic 420 episode the the uh the drugs have taken effect and by drugs i mean all the candy all the licorice (laughs) have taken effect (laughs) on this podcast right now so we are here to indulge all the fantasies and all the fun i'm brian kluger 2021 it's almost 420 and i'm joined by the hostess with the mostest the the person i like to eat all the snacks and the munchies with susan (laughs) stevens hey guys (laughs) you sound super chill brian (laughs) i do yes I might have eaten a gummy bear or three. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> do I sound more chill than I usually do? Yeah, you sound very like mellow. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I sound very well. Hey, it's the episode. It's, it's yeah, the yeah. Is it's it the tough for the best of you? Yeah. So, when was the last time we did an episode? We talked about spoofs. It was episode number twenty-five. Yes, yeah, yes, it wasn't yes. too long ago. It wasn't too long ago. That was uh, Marlon Wayne's Fifty Shades mm-hmm. of Black. That was excellent. We got some honorable mentions coming up. We've got our Blind Watch, which is uh, it was a romantic movie. We'll, we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got our main event. We're going to be talking about 420. We're going to talk about stoner movies. And uh, yeah, that's going to be a trip to say the least, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm diving right into this character, aren't I? (laughs) It's good. It's good. You own it. (laughs) It's good. And But first, a little bit of the TV reality movie update kind of thing. So I know Susan has some... Well, first off, first, first, Susan, Susan, you're fully vaccinated right now, right? I am. I got my second uh, vaccine shot today, Pfizer. Do you feel like a superhero? Have you grown like a tail or a third toe or third foot? (laughs) I have x-ray vision now, but that's about it. No, I... I feel like really normal right now. No, no weirdness yet. I I'm expecting a sore arm because my first dose, my arm was so sore, like to where whenever I was sleeping, um, on that arm, it like hurt. But, uh, right now I feel fine. I'm just trying to drink a lot of water as uh, recommended to me. Excellent. Excellent. So you got the drugs are in you right now. You're, you're, Mm -hmm. you're getting the H2O in that's, that's, that's fantastic. Uh Um, (laughs) But yeah, let's do this TV reality show update. What you got for us today on no BS. Yeah. So it's not, I mean, it's, you know, it's off season for, for the bachelor right now. Uh, Katie Thurston is filming her season of the bachelorette, bachelorette, which will air June 7th. So mark your calendars for that. I know Brian's excited because that was his favorite girl. It Uh, sure was. (laughs) I think he'll actually really enjoy the next season. But uh, for those who did watch Colton Underwood's season of The Bachelor, I'm sure you saw the news that last week he came out as gay. and um, Appropriately timed too, right? 
appropriately timed, which I will get to that. I will just say, first of all, for everybody that this helps, uh, you know, in a, you know, to make you feel more comfortable to come out or anything like that, like it is a great thing. I'm really glad that now he's more comfortable and can be himself and all that stuff. That's great. Aside from that, it is a very um, calculated uh, announcement because right when it was announced that he he did his interview with Robin Roberts, they also mentioned that he has a new Netflix series that's supposed to be coming out where they're going to follow his life after this huge announcement. And it's already been filming. So it's a little, it, it makes it feel a little like not as genuine, but I mean, it is, he spoke his truth that that is real. So I guess who, who of us wouldn't take that opportunity? You know, like if, if we were in his shoes and someone was like, well do this and you're also going to get a reality show. I, I can't say I wouldn't turn it down. Right. I mean, that that's not the worst thing, but I the only thing that feels a little icky is that before all of this happened, Colton ended up with uh, Cassie Randolph. That's who he left the show with. They were dating. They were together for a little over a year. And after they broke up, he went like nuts on her. Uh, He apparently stalked her. He put a tracking device on her car. He harassed her so badly to where she got a restraining order approved on him. And uh, it, it finally, they settled it privately and it got dropped, but he like kind of fell off the face of the earth for a while from it. And, and now he came back with this. So I think the only thing good for you, like, personally and stuff like that, but I don't want us to like, I don't want that to be a distraction from what actually happened to Cassie too, because that was, that was wrong. Like that can't, that can't be his pass for what happened to Cassie is all I'm saying. Right. No, I mean, that's what I was going to ask. Like people had to know about this, like, right. Or was it a complete shock to everybody? As far as uh, him being gay? Yeah. Oh, um, I, I mean, I suspected when I watched season, his season, when he was on, uh, Becca season, I thought there maybe, maybe, but when he had his own season, he did really seem like he loved Cassie a lot. So, uh, I, I just figured that maybe I was just wrong because I was like, who, well, who am I to, to know anyways? But so whenever he did come out, it wasn't a shock to me necessarily. I'm sure it wasn't a shock to a lot of people. I don't think it was like the biggest thing. Right. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out if, you know, producers knew or if somebody knew, I, I have no idea, but I don't think so because he's really big into his faith. And uh, I think, well, from what he said in his interview, he I'm sure there were people that did know, but I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure, honestly. So is I mean, I guess everybody's cool with it and he's getting his own reality show, which, you know, there you go. And yeah. Uh, yeah. See how that works. I mean, yeah, he's man. got a lot of support. He's got a lot. I mean, nobody's going to nobody's going to not support or you shouldn't like good good on him for that but yeah he he'll be fine i we'll see how his reality show goes i don't know if i'm gonna watch but we'll see there yeah that's uh i'm in interesting i'm 
It would, I mean, it almost would benefit The Bachelor to have him as the first gay contestant. No. <laughs> no? He's not the first gay contestant, anyways. Okay. Well, like, like uh, so there's been an, a Bachelor season or a Bachelorette season where it's been, like, one girl and then 30 girls? No, no, no. I mean, there have been uh, other Bachelor contestants, uh, female girls, who have been either, I guess, usually bisexual is what they've been. So LGBTQ, I guess. But uh, no, there has not been a first gay or lesbian uh, Bachelor Bachelorette. But I don't think it needs to be him. I would rather a brand new person. All right. Yeah, no, hopefully they they do it better than last season and i would imagine with uh, katie's upcoming season will be a, at least a lot of fun and that it will be better it will definitely <laughs> i i will be shocked because tasha's season was so good i think they're trying to send us a message that maybe women know what they want a lot more than men do there you go there you go so let, let's call it here do you think at any point during katie's season or even, um, what's her name? Who's after her? Uh, Michelle. Michelle, Michelle yeah. season. Do you think Matt James will be like a surprise entrant uh, to their seasons? Like either like several weeks in or come in with the 30? I would be really shocked if uh, Matt showed up just because he kind of wants to disassociate himself from the franchise just because he's left a, it, it kind of left a bad taste in his mouth. If he were to come to Katie's season, it would be like a bro coming in. Hey, okay. bud, let me give you some dating advice. Uh, I don't think he'll go to Michelle's because Michelle's, she was his number two. And I feel like that's a little awkward. They were like, I think he was actually like really into Michelle. So that's a little, Katie and her, Katie and him were like buds anyways. It's no big deal. Okay. All right. Interesting. I'm curious. Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's Bachelor uh reality yeah. show news man mm-hmm. that wraps uh, up that yeah a lot of ins a lot of outs a lot of what have yous <laughs> <laughs> um, what else we got to talk about uh i figured we'd talk about uh the last episode of winter or no falcon and winter soldier and this the what's to come in this uh season finale that like flew by like six episodes i can't believe that's all we get how are they gonna wrap up everything in one episode I feel like it was at five episodes or six episodes. It's going to be six episodes. It's done next week. Okay. Okay. This week. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I don't, I imagine what's going to happen. So what was the last. So so John, John Walker's like going nuts. Like he's going really crazy. He looks like he was like building his own shield. Did you watch it? Right. Yeah. So the, yeah, yeah, the the mid credit sequence, he was building his own shield out of like metals Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's really cool to kind of see, you know, the whole theme of the show or one of the many themes of the show is race Mm -hmm. and Disney, my goodness, you've done it. it. And so there was a lot of questions through each episode of, you know, even, you know, face forward, look you in the face and say like, whoa, do you do we need a black Captain America? Yes, Steve Rogers gave Sam the shield. He's supposed to be captain, but the U.S. and Sam thinking like maybe this shouldn't be up to one individual, shouldn't be up to me. Let's let the U.S. decide, and they gave it to you know, <laughs> um, what's his name Wyatt Russell, Kurt Russell's son, and um, 
it's been a very tricky, very kind of sticky, gross situation with the race thing of people thinking like, no, we do not need a black Captain America, or yes, we do, or all those questions are being asked. And I think they've done a pretty good job of it. And this last episode kind of, you know, had a kind of like an ending to it. Like you see people going their separate ways and trying to figure out how to, you know, work together. And then you see um, the, uh, this Captain America, this brutal Captain America that shouldn't be signed to look like turning into a villain almost. So I don't know. What Mm -hmm. do you think? Yeah. I mean, I love the race stuff that the way they've handled it uh, is really great. And I mean, they're kind of making it seem like Falcon is preparing to be the next Captain America, which I think would be cool. Uh, I heard in the comics that both Sam and Bucky share the shield. So that would be interesting if that's how that goes or they both had it at one point. Um, But I think it's a, great show i think it's really interesting what they're doing with the john walker character how he's snapping i absolutely hate that carly character i cannot (laughs) stand her i think everything she i'm just like you're the worst you are so awful um oh which is emily van camp's character so was that a sign that she's bad when she was like talking to the like with the art painting and stuff like that, Sharon, Sharon or Shannon? Yes, yes, Emily Van Camp's character. I think like it like alludes to that, but I don't know. I it have could no be, idea. yeah, she may not be bad. She may just be doing something. I don't know. Um, I I love seeing her back. I've really liked them bringing Zemo, and I don't know. They've done they're just done a fantastic job with this, like both WandaVision and Falcon. Right. Two totally different shows, but like it shows like the creativity of what each show is about and how creatively they can tell a story. Um, But yeah, Falcon Winter Soldier is pretty amazing. I'm curious on this next episode how they'll kind of end it because um, some of the actors have talked about like, yeah, there's not going to be a second season or, you know, who knows? So I I don't don't know how they're going to do it. I don't think they're doing second seasons of these shows, right? Like WandaVision's not getting a second and neither is this. Yeah, I'm, I, who knows? I mean, I think they told all they needed to tell in that, but yeah, I, yeah, I have enjoyed Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, showed some pretty great imagery, you know, with stuff like that, this, this version of Captain America, you know, having the shield all bloodied after he just killed somebody. Oh like, gosh pretty crazy and i mean man how topical is that yeah yeah that was that that was uh well it's funny because i told trevor when we were watching i was like they're probably not even gonna like do anything he's gonna get a slap on the wrist because it's like he's just he was just protect he's they're gonna say that guy was a criminal and so there's nothing that's gonna happen to him no they have julia louise dreyfus come in <laughs> oh i thought of you when she came on because i know how much you like her so I'm oh like, i oh, love her look at yeah. her i was real excited about that i'm like oh my gosh she said the mcu yes please yeah. and thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah very like excited about that mm-hmm. so yeah. what so after this is it just black widow no loki's coming oh yeah loki's coming my goodness is is Loki the end of it though, or is there another one? 
I don't know. There's like a hundred Marvel properties, so I don't know which one's coming next. Well, well, Loki's like not long after this is done. That's coming up. And then, yeah, I cannot wait for, uh, I'm so excited for Black Widow. Yeah, I am too. I'm looking forward to seeing this, you know, crazy, fun, Natasha-centric film. (laughs) Agreed, Agreed. That is long overdue. For real, man. We are so close to watching it last year. Hopefully, I mean, I would like to watch it in um, in the theater if possible. But. You're in the theater right now. I know, right? It's my background. <laughs> I feel, I I like this one because it reminds me of the Angelica. Right, right. The best <laughs> theater out there. Um, so, yeah. Is that it for our updates? Are we going to move yeah. into our, main, our main feature presentation? Yeah, let's do it. All, all right, everyone. We're, we're we're burning that midnight oil. We're we're lighting those candles. We we are we are groovy, aren't we, Susan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Susan's very uneasy right now. I just I'm not like the the stoner scenes in movies have always. I don't mind when people. You know what it is? I don't like scenes when they're they get the trippy scene i never am crazy about i don't mind when people are getting high in movies and they're just like talking it's like the real people but you know when you watch a movie and then like they take some drugs and then it goes into like a cartoon character of themselves or they're seeing some animation i've always all or something weird is happening like even zoolander whatever drugs they take and then they're oh, like yeah the tea the, the the, tea, yeah the, the tea and it's just like i'm like oh, god like it's like i don't know it's always so like eye roll when that happens for me but i don't mind when like i mean i know we'll get into it but there's there's other examples that i could say that i do enjoy all right well well, let's get into it i mean it's 420 right Mm -hmm. this is we're we're, don't forget to bring a towel (laughs) what is that from (laughs) south park there's a character on south park named towley who's just completely high all the time oh really? yeah that's his thing like he's always super baked he has gigantic bloodshot red eyes Mm -hmm. and he he talks like this and don't forget to bring a towel that sounds like the old guy from family guy (laughs) (laughs) oh that's uh yeah the muscle on paper boy It's your fat ass back here. <laughs> <laughs> See, you do it well. So yeah, Tally, Tally, there was a great episode with him um, and it was with Oprah. So they made, South Park made fun of um, Million Little Pieces, that book by James Frey, mm. where it turned out, it was like, allegedly it was his autobiography, but it turned out it was like fictional a lot. And mm. then everybody got really pissed at him even Oprah, because she put it as part of her book club, and then she had him on the show. So it's about, so they kind of spoof that with Towley, because he wrote a book called A Million Little Fibers, and Oprah has him on. And just kind of like a strange scenario, South Park style. The side story of that is Oprah, um, (laughs) her vagina and butthole, um, are very pissed at Oprah because uh, she doesn't pay enough attention to them because she's always working. Mm-hmm. And her vagina is an Australian man. <laughs> and okay. so they kind of take her hostage 
it's crazy. No, I mean, this is South Park. And yeah, Cal, yeah, yeah. It no, it's crazy. It's a really funny episode. It's one of, man, I'm trying to remember what season it was. I mean, it was like 11, 12 seasons ago. It was, it was quite a while ago, more than a decade ago, but it was oh, a great wow. one. But yes, Towley, 420, talking about favorite stoner movies and scenes. So give it to me, Susan. Let let free your mind. Okay. I want to make sure I do this category right, but one that came up, which I don't mind, is like in Breakfast Club, when they get high in Breakfast Club, which not all of them do, but some of them get high in that scene. And obviously... I enjoyed that. You know what? Uh, I didn't even think about that one. And I should have immediately because of you, yeah. because I know that's your favorite movie. <laughs> yeah. But oh my, that's a great scene because it's, you know, it's, it kind of brings people together. Mm-hmm. It, well, that's what it does. So I like, and that, that one is a fun one. They're like dancing around. That's, you know, the line where Anthony Michael Hall is like, chicks cannot hold their smoke. That's what it is. <laughs> I was going to ask you to actually do the impression of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good. I'm not very good at it, but like that's every time. It's just, yeah. And, and it's and funny. It, yeah. Uh-huh. And then it, of course it affects Andrew differently where he's just like a maniac. <laughs> yeah. That's well, that's the, see, I like those scenes when it's like real things happening. I don't like it. You know what I mean by the, like when they go into the trippy sequence, I just don't like, I've never been crazy about the trippy sequence. I don't mind when they're, acting on it or whatever stuff is i actually do find it interesting when they are like everybody's like different and how they react to it yeah um actually i think in in harold and kumar go to white castle do they do a trippy scene in that i mean i think it's all a trippy scene but i mean not <laughs> like yes i mean there's yes they see uh um what's his name neil patrick harris right on a unicorn yeah that's what i, was, I thought so but i like that movie like, no, it's you know, a great it's all about getting high and going to get food it's right wonderful. well it's it's such a good movie. it's like it's all about that and then like how badly did you want white castle whenever you're watching that so white castle <laughs> is pretty gross to me besides no the way. I've never had it. i don't like the little burgers but the fries are really good but man when they finally reach it at the end mm-hmm. dude the little hawaiian buns and the burgers yeah. and the crinkle fries it mm. looks so delicious it does. I've, so I've never had their burger, but crinkle fries are actually my favorite form of French fry. So that probably, that's why I like Shake Shack so much. Um, but yeah, so I like that. Uh, Knocked Up has a really, some great, they, they like, or they're smoking through a lot of it. But, I mean, uh, Knocked Up is a stoner movie. It's all about yeah. idiots just smoking weed, but then finally mm-hmm. finding how to be an adult, at least some of them. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Ted, I just thought <laughs> that's a good one. The first Ted is, I forgot the first Ted. That's one of like the funniest movies to me. I cracked up so hard in that movie. I did too. Yeah. It's but, a good one. Uh, yeah, so that one's good. This is the end. Yeah, the man. Oh my goodness, great one. That they like go and get Carl. Ju- Carl's Junior is their thing. I've never had that. Do they get Carl's Junior or is it In and Out? No, James Franco says the In and Out truck is coming in five, fifteen minutes or something like that. Right. No, this is they get Carl's Junior after Seth Rogen picks him up from the airport. That's right. That's he, right. He's that's like, right. we gonna get Carl's Junior, and they get that, and they get high, and they listen to Backstreet Boys. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so obviously, all great. Well, I've, again, I haven't had Carl's Junior. Have you had that? 
Oh yeah, I've had Carl's Jr. <laughs> is it good? I mean, it's fast food, and they have like ridiculous, gross burgers. It's not my favorite. I mean, I I've heard bad things, so I'm not sure about that. But I mean, I like good burgers, so <laughs> think about like, <laughs> like a good burger with that, and uh, and so yeah. But I I don't know. I thought there was like another one I could think of, but I think those are all, all the ones that like uh came to mind yeah all right all right um i'm gonna go big lebowski okay that's uh the dude gets high that's his thing he's constantly smoking a j he uh that's his life man that and the white russian listen to bowling tapes that that movie is good stoner movie um jay and silent bob strike back uh (laughs) snoochie boochies uh, mall rats (laughs) It's uh-huh. kind of like the whole Kevin Smith arena, but yeah, Jay and Silent Bob is great. Um, Friday, uh, Ice Cube, Chris Tucker. Yeah. It's Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't getting <laughs> shit to do. Yeah. Get you high today. <laughs> All about that because Ice Cube doesn't want to get high. And he finally does. They're sitting out. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love that movie. Um, Grandma's Boy. Very underrated. One of the funniest movies ever made. Grandma's Boy is an Adam Sandler production. Adam Sandler is not in it, though. And it's arguably one of the funniest movies. It's about a guy who's a video game developer. And he has to move back in with his grandmother. And it's just Mm -hmm. him smoking weed. His grandmother smokes weed. It's amazing. Uh, It's such a good movie. Um, How High with Red Man and Method Man, fantastic. Um, these two go to the university and they smoke some dead dude in a blunt. And it's amazing. <laughs> um, Super Troopers. Oh, okay. Uh, opening scene to that movie is smoking and the dude like literally eating like an ounce of pot. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> if you remember that or not. Um, Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke, classic, classic stoner comedy. That's the good stuff. A little drama, a little comedy, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Fantastic film about doing drugs, not just pot. Tenacious D, The Pick of Destiny. Kyle Gass and Jack Blatt, fantastic musical. Um, where they, um, at the end of the movie, they take the devil's horn and smoke out of it like a bong and they write awesome music. Amazing. Probably one Susan didn't think of, but wanted to, the Pineapple Express. I I did think of it, but that movie is actually not my favorite movie. So it's really like, I love that movie. I think that I don't know why there's better. There's like honestly, I think I like um oh God, what's the the interview more than Pineapple Express? Oh, the, really? I love Pineapple. Yes. I still quote the Pineapple Express quite often. Like lingerer, man, lingerer. <laughs> He's a yeah, linger. Watch it again. I loved it, and like the scene where like he smokes like the, um, like the the cross joint that has like the three tips. Oh my god! And he smokes and he like inhales too hard. And dude, I, I've been there many times. <laughs> he just like slaps his knee. And it hurts so much. So, oh god. So good, so good. Um, Dazed and Confused, an amazing... Oh, I was going to say Dazed and Confused, yes. Great pot smoking movie, great, mm-hmm. you know, first beer movie, great first everything type of movie. Yeah. is good. 
Um, and then I will go a little horror comedy from the 90s starring Devin Sawa and Seth Green, Idle Hands. Oh, I Fantastic. like that movie. Yeah, it's a wonderful movie. Oh yeah. my goodness. It's a, Just it's like about a, Alba's in that, right? Yeah, she's, she's yeah. the girl in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I very much enjoy those uh, those movies. I mean, yes, you could probably get into like Reefer Madness or, you know, even kind of like serious drug rehabilitation ones, but no, you can't, you can't overdose from weed really. So unless you just yeah. like eat, you know, a pound, two pound <laughs> gummy bear, something like that, you right. will not be feeling well. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, so in addition to this, is there a movie, Susan, that would be better viewed if somebody was high? Like, would, is there a movie you would recommend like, hey man, you just gotta get under the influence of something and watch this and it'll be way better than when I saw it normally. Oh man, well, I remember, I maybe this is why I didn't like Pineapple Express because some of my friends uh, were high before uh, we watched Pineapple Express and I opted out of that. And I remember they really enjoyed it. So, but I think Pineapple Express is, you can not have to be high to enjoy that movie. No, I enjoyed uh, it now, yeah. Yeah, I, that's actually, I know I've thought of that before. You know, honestly, what I, I remember is that people uh, used to tell me they would get high before watching Teletubbies. <laughs> and it would be the most hilarious thing. So that's like the first thing that comes to my mind. I've never watched Teletubbies in my life, but I can't think of a movie that would be, I've, well, because automatically I'm trying to think of like bad movies. Like a bad movie would be better but like even you. something like 2001 space odyssey something just like, really like okay well then in that case probably like gravity then gravity then, oh my god that'd be so intense <laughs> but i feel like i would feel sick i would feel like maybe like nauseous <laughs> what about um a terrence malick movie Ugh, no nothing saves that no Mm-mm. what well, actually, maybe, 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 I assume, possibly. <laughs> I just can't, I can't imagine anything making it, at least the ones I've seen. I really need to look to see what everything is, but I would just be like, this is boring. <laughs> this, just, this is boring. This is grass. This is wind. This is people <laughs> whispering. That's you. I feel like you do that, and you, you, if you become, if you, your mind begins to take the effect, you, you would most likely see like, oh man, these angles, these colors, they're just popping out. Whoa, Brad Pitt, he's <laughs> up off the kids, man. So is that your answer? What is your answer? <laughs> Two thousand one, Space Odyssey. Okay. That would probably be, I mean, any Kubrick movie really, but man, but so what I used to do um, was I would partake and then I would put on like cartoons, like Cartoon Network Mm. or something like that. And then, but I would turn the sound off. So the video would just be on. And then I would put on like rap music, like gangster rap music. And it would sync perfectly with Cartoon Network and whatever rap music I was playing. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, I enjoyed sure it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. 
So that was me. That was me. (laughs) This was 20 years ago. Oh, my God. It's been that long. So, yeah. Is that it for movies? Are we going to move on to songs? Yeah, which I can only think of one song. I seriously even look to see what songs are the songs like that are high songs. I don't know. But besides because I got high by Afro man. Like I do not know. Like, and I like that song. Can you sing <laughs> Can you sing the verse to, or the little chorus like, to that? Because I got high, because I got high. <laughs> That's it. Because I got high. I like that. I like that I song. I do too. It's so good. So is that the only one? That's all I could think of. Like what I'm curious. Tell me what does maybe as you say yours, I'll be like, Oh, okay. I guess. Cause I'm so bad. I would say with music, it takes me forever to know what a song was about because I don't actually like, I, I, I think songs have always been that thing where I'm listening to the music and the beat. And then only later does someone tell me like, Oh, did you know that this was about like a school shooting or an, a, a miscarriage, like all that kind of stuff. Like, and I'm like, what? <laughs> That's not as fun. Yeah. So yeah, do you want me to start from the fifties and sixties, or do you want me to start more modern? My God, go with go chronological, go fifties and sixties. All right. So um, there is a man named Cab Calloway. You probably know him mostly from the Blues Brothers movie, where he's singing "Hadi Hadi 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 Hi Odi Odi Odi." Cab <laughs> Calloway had a song called "The Reefer Man," and it's fantastic. Okay. Uh And then in the 60s, um, Ray Charles had a great song about getting high. And it's called Let's Get Stone from 1966, I imagine. Okay. Let's move it on up a little bit to my (laughs) boy, Rick James. He sang the fantastic hit song, Mary Jane. Oh, okay. Everybody knows that song. Yeah. Uh, so Mary Jane, and then of course Cypress Hill. All their songs are about getting high, but no, roll it up, light it up, smoke it up, inhale, exhale, and of course hits from the bong, which takes the entire uh, loop from "Son of a Preacher Man" song. They use that. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't think of this, Susan. Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. The next episode. How's that go? Smoke weed every day. Hold up. Hey, you know this. It's off the 2001 album. Okay. You know, you know this song. <laughs> sure, sure. I can't believe I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> um, country singer John Prine did one called A Legal Smile. Uh-huh. Tom Petty did one called You Don't Know How It Feels. Okay. I like Tom Petty. Uh, Tom Petty did wet one. And, of course, Coolio kind of took... Uh, Rick James, Mary Jane, but it's called I'm in Love with Mary Jane. Uh, so Coolio did that one. And then UB40 did one called I Get Lifted. Oh, really? They had yes. something besides that, like, one hit wonder of theirs? Well, Red Red Wine. Um, are you talking about Red Red Wine? No, there's another song that I really like by UB40. Um I do like Red Red Wine, but there's another song that they did. It's going to drive me nuts. Well, UB40 didn't do Red Red Wine. They covered that. That's a Neil Diamond song. Okay, okay. Well, then there's another song that UB40 actually... Maybe they covered it, too, then. <laughs> I don't know if this is a cover, then, or not. UB40. I'm trying to remember. I know. I think I know what you're talking about. 
Is it? Oh man. Oh, I know what it is. I, I, I see like the, um, Jennifer Lopez movie <laughs> and Matt Perry movie. I think there's a song title. <laughs> What's the Matt Perry, Jennifer Lopez movie? Matt Perry and Jennifer Lopez in a song together or a movie? No, together? no, no, in a movie. Yeah, didn't they? Am I thinking of somebody thinking, different? Are you thinking Matt Perry and Salma Hayek? Is it Salma Hayek? Well, oh, Fools Rush In. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking Salma of. Salma Hayek. It's Salma Hayek? It's not yeah. Jennifer Lopez? No. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Fools Rush In. Isn't that UB40? Didn't they do a cover of that? They did a cover of uh, Can't Help Falling in Love with You. That's Ah, it there it is. So they're just, they must just do covers. That's what it, but they're, it's so funny because their covers, I think were the first time I heard those songs. Like, because uh, I, or, or if I, and I like their versions the best. I do like the Elvis Presley Can't Help Falling in Love with You as well, but I really like UB40's version. And okay. I probably like Red Red Wine's UB40 version. I'm still getting over maybe maybe my mind took effect and I got J Lo and Salma uh, Hayek mixed up. But yeah, I was I like, swore, well, well, there's like a slew of movies with those two and romantic comedies made. Yeah, there it is. You're pulling it up. That's <laughs> Selma Hayek. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Selma Hayek. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember because I was like, when you said Matt Perry, I was like, I would, I really liked movies that Matt Perry was in. And so, and I know he did movies with her. I know he did a movie with Elizabeth Hurley and obviously like 17 again, but I was like, I would have remembered if he did one with Jennifer Lopez. Oh my. Well, my mistake. Apologies (laughs) to Hayek and Lopez. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I get a chance to talk with them one day. Oh my. (laughs) I've talked with uh, Selma Hayek. She's really nice. No, I I would love to. Um, All right, moving on. What else we got next? Let's continue with your music, which by the way, I did think of one movie. I don't know if it counts, but the first Scooby-Doo movie, the live action Scooby-Doo, I don't know if that counts as something, but I know they, they made so many jokes because everyone thought Scooby and Shaggy were getting high. I mean, they have Scooby snacks. That's like the thing. Yeah. So that might be like the only thing. And I remember in the first one, they would make like all these jokes like they were doing it. But yeah. That's right. Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, that was, that's been going back for years, but yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. No, that was the end of my songs. Like, I think I gave 10 or so. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. Okay. That's well, when you said if, which decade I want, I was like, oh my God, he must have like 30. I think I went the fifties through like the 2010s. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, uh, then that's great. I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about, uh, like the first time that like, uh, you got high or if you want to talk about the snacks that you like to eat. I mean, yeah, I can talk about the first time I, I didn't exhale. So there's like two <laughs> first times. Okay. Um, so the first time, I guess I was 16 or 17 years old and uh-huh. down to Austin, Texas for like a roundup, uh, which was, oh. yeah, like, yeah, I've been um, roundup. yeah. So where you, the high schoolers go and kind of like pre-rush fraternities and sororities, party weekend so first time yes i remember it happened at a house party in the back of somebody's house there's a lot of people around there were kegs of like keystone and then somebody had um a joint so i was like okay let's try this 
did it. And I remember like walking back home to where I was staying, somebody's house. But I remember like, felt like I was like walking really fast back home. <clears throat> and then I remember just like kind of falling asleep. And I woke up and there was Taco Cabana everywhere. Mm. Don't remember any of this, <laughs> but there was Taco Cabana everywhere. I was like, oh man, did I miss a meal? What happened? <laughs> and the the second real time, it didn't. I didn't do anything like that l- until my freshman year in college, um, and it was the first time I believe I actually bought a water pipe, um, is what they call them, a um, and it was amazing. They had a face on it and everything, and uh, a bunch of us piled into my old. Um, Ford Explorer and did it there. And I got the giggles so much. (laughs) I was like talking with people, telling jokes, laughing hysterically at my own jokes. And then I went to my dorm room, sat in a chair, opened up a bag of Doritos and fell asleep laughing to South Park. (laughs) Woke up in the chair. Oh, it was amazing. (laughs) So yeah, that was, man, yeah, that was 21 years ago. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's nice. Yes. (laughs) Very cool. Very cool. So do you have uh, any snacks that you particularly like whenever you did? Pretty much everything. Um, Everything? Everything. (laughs) Just whatever you don't actually like in real life. Right. I mean, I would just kind of get creative with it. I'd like look around the place and see what I could find and like one time I remember it's like, oh man, they have a croissant. Oh man, we got some Reese's Pieces buttercups. Man, let's open these up, cut this croissant open, put these Reese's Pieces buttercups in this croissant, put it in the toaster, got a sandwich, got a toasted <laughs> Reese's Pieces buttercup croissant sandwich. That so sounds really good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. And then during university, on 420, we used to kind of go to like four or five different um, fast food restaurants uh-huh. and just order like $20 at each of them, bring it all back home, put it on the table, and that would be the day. <laughs> yeah. And just watch TV or pro wrestling and just eat like Taco Bell, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, whatever it was <laughs> there. And we would just order all the stuff and it was a lot of fun. Is there, is there any, is there like a snack you go to at any point? Um, well, I will say like, especially whenever we got like drunk in college, just cause you brought up Taco Cabana. That was like, there was a year of that. That was like my favorite. I'd be like, I want Taco Cabana so badly. And it's so funny because when you're not drunk, Taco Cabana tastes very mediocre. Oh, really? Yeah. But when you are, oh my God, it was the fajita nachos were the best thing I've ever had. Um, But I mean, I don't know. You just talking about all those like fast foods. I, that one, a dream of mine has always been to go like get all my favorite things from fast food restaurants and just have that as like a buffet. I think that is so So you want to do the Ricky Bobby Thanksgiving. Exactly. (laughs) No, I was was just about to reference that. That's, I remember when they're like, like, he's like praying, thank you for this, like all this food. I was like, look at the KFC, Taco Bell, all that. I was like, yes. I mean, technically just take a hundred dollar bill 
<laughs> split it up into 20s and yeah. spend $20 at five different fast food places, you will come back with tons of fucking food. So true. So true. <laughs> like I, it would be awesome. It'd be so awesome to me. Why don't we like, do that? Getting all this like food, man. We I should would do that. To, we should do that one day. Just get like, <laughs> but do you, so do you even like fast food? I feel like you're like, so like your, your taste buds are very expensive sometimes. Hey, my favorite restaurants are like dives. Um, but uh-huh. dives are not fast food though. I know. However, I'll eat fast food. Like it's not my go-to. Like fast yeah, food to me would be, you know, I could do water burger. I could okay. do Chick-fil-A, something like I'd love Taco Bueno. Um, oh, you're Bueno. See, I, I love Taco Bell. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Taco Bueno all the way. But you know, it's it like it like McDonald's. It's I mostly will only do breakfast. But I mean, if I have to do a Big Mac, I have to do a Big Mac. But um, but I can't remember the last time I ate at a Burger King. I can't remember the last time I ate at a Wendy's. Um, it's been a long time, been many years. So yeah, no, I would definitely do that. Man, dude, let's do Popeye's. Let's do Taco Bueno, Taco Bell. I, I have stuff I eat at Taco Bell. Um, yeah, right. so, we should do that. That would be so cool. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the... the we'll plan this and we'll, we'll, we'll document it. Yeah. yeah. So great. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so That'll gross be afterwards. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> we'll have to take before and after pictures. Cause something. I'd imagine like afterwards, the skin is going to be very greasy and like, we'll just feel nasty after eating. Yeah. All of that. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a, what it is. Uh, I like that element too. Mm-hmm. All right. So mm-hmm. that's kind of Me our too. main feature presentation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Get into the blind watch now. Oh my goodness. Blind watch segment on no BS with Brian and Susan, please. Everyone Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Amazon, look us up. No BS with Brian and Susan. We've come to the segment of the show where we're going to talk about our blind watch, which is where Susan and I pick a different movie every week that we both haven't seen. And then we discuss it. We watch it. We talk about it. And it was Susan's episode to pick. And what did you pick? A year of spectacular men. That is what she picked, which by the sound of it does not sound good. However, it's a great movie. It is. 2017. It is directed, produced, written, and starred basically all of Leah Thompson's family. Yes, Leah Thompson. Yeah. Yes. yes. Leah Thompson. You know her as the mother in Back to the Future. You know her as um, the, the, the lady who loved the duck and Howard the duck. That's Leah Thompson. Caroline in the city. Caroline <laughs> in the city. This stars her two daughters. This has her husband producing... This has her directing. It's crazy. It's a family. It's a whole family film with a crazy cast about uh, a young woman who goes through a year of dating different people. And this formula has been tested and tried many times. But man, something about everybody's chemistry, how they worked it. The dialogue, the excellent witty writing, it felt real, it felt honest, and it was a lot of fun. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I was hooked to it right away. I, first of all, I just have to admit that I had no idea that Zoe, how do you pronounce her last name? Zoe douche. Douche. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll make sure. I didn't want to butcher that. I, I believe, uh, yeah, that's yeah, how you say it, yes. I figured that, but yeah. So Zoe Douche, I love her. I think she is beautiful, but also a very talented actress. And it didn't hit me like the whole time. Like Brian, I even at one point, Brian texted me like, God, she looks so much like uh, Leah Thompson. I was like, yeah. And I was like, I said, I even said, it's like great casting. Because I'm thinking it's not about putting two and two together. But that is... <laughs> her real life daughter. And that I knew that they were sisters. I knew the two uh, actresses were sisters, but I didn't realize that's Leah Thompson's daughters in real life. And yep. I just think that's so cool because I really loved Leah Thompson as a little girl. I was a huge fan of Caroline in the city. And there was a time where I thought Leah Thompson was the most beautiful actress. So she is, she is she's really... gorgeous. But back to the future was another time that I just thought, I was like, I thought she was like flawlessly gorgeous. And, um, so it's just really cool that I just, I still can't get over that. I'm, I'm like soaking yeah, that in. Yeah. So, so Zoe and Madeline, Madeline yeah. also wrote the screenplay this, the year of Spectacular Men. Zoe produced yes. it along with her dad, Howard, but Madeline and Zoe are the two stars of the show of the movie. Mm-hmm. And as the film went on, I was like, man, Madeline looks like her mom too. My yeah. goodness. Yeah, they really, they both look like their moms, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a really good script. That's what, like you said, this story, there's nothing new about this story at all. It's, it's very been done, but the writing is so good and the performances are good and the characters are good that you're just enjoying the journey. Like, I just want to see where they end up. I'm just, I'm in it. And I love the conversations that they have. I think there are some lines that both both Madeline and Zoe just say that just sound. I love when a uh, dialogue sounds very realistic. I love the scene whenever he's like, "Yeah, you're making salads. You made one salad that one. Time. I made two. I made two <laughs> salads." There's <laughs> just stuff like that. It's so small. If you're if you're really paying attention, there's there's little little jokes here and there that you, they're they're very comical. So. Um, and it was it was good. It was I I liked it, and especially since it's on Hulu. I mean, yeah, go down uh, to your nearest Hulu. Go down to your nearest Hulu, like easy. <laughs> it's it's very very enjoyable. I don't know about some. There's a certain thing that happens in the movie that I'm. I mean, I understand why it happened. I saw it coming, but I don't know if I'd be so forgiving. It's I mean yes, well because I know you text me about that, but like, what yeah. is this movie about? It's about two sisters, yeah. Zoe and Madeline. Zoe plays, or Madeline's the main character. She plays Izzy Klein, um, who is the older sister to Sabrina, which is played by Zoe. Sabrina is a famous actress in Hollywood, and um, Izzy is kind of the older sister, but she hasn't really gotten her life together because their dad died several years prior and she just kind of hasn't gotten out of that rut. She hasn't dealt with it and she doesn't know how to deal with men. So she's been with this uh, boyfriend for a while and he just seems like a complete jackass. She finally gets her momentum. She breaks up with him and she heads out to Hollywood to find a job, live with her sister 
and like find herself. And so throughout mm-hmm. this year, she starts and meets different types of dudes. One's like a, th- a theater guy. One is a drummer in a band. One is a film director. And another one, I think, is a ski instructor. Oh, yeah. Uh, ski or something like that. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of all over the place. And you just kind of see these little vignettes of how she has to deal with i would imagine how a lot of women go through dating life uh and these um exaggerated examples of what a dating situation must be like and a lot of it i mean even though it's exaggerated some of it's very comical i would imagine it, it felt very honest um in a lot of ways and i would imagine being written by madeline and being part of this family with Zoe, they probably drew on their uh, past and their own experiences because, you know, yeah. dating a drummer, dating a theater, dra- dating a, a film director. I'm sure mm-hmm. it, it happened. Yeah. So uh, that's how the movie is. And there are a couple sequences of, you know, you have to have conflict. So there's like a, a way out weird one that happens like you're like okay this i mean people are drunk people hook up with her who they're not supposed to hook up with yeah and uh i mean stuff happens you're drunk can you forgive and forget i mean it's up to the person i don't know yeah yeah i think and and i love that uh zoe's character is the one who's been in like the long-term relationship she definitely has her life together and i guess she's the younger sister but the um and she's taking care of her older sister in some ways, but it's, you do find like, I think it was also that you find out that, uh, I mean, not spoiling, but in a way, Izzy is also protecting her younger sister from something that she doesn't know as well. But, uh, I, I do, I do appreciate that too. Cause I, I know there's a line in the film too, where she talks about how, um, you know, finding the one and like, when do you know? And it, it does seem like she's trying to, she thinks like finding the right guy is almost going to put her life together, but you know, ultimately you find out she's got to figure herself out first. Anyway, she needs to stop just putting it all into finding the right. A lot of us, I mean, not just girls. I think guys are guilty of that too, where you think that your, your life's going to come together once you just find the right person. But ultimately you need to find yourself and figure out your own life and then you can be ready for a relationship. And I think that's kind of what Izzy figures out. Yeah, I think she does too. And it's a, it kind of like, it's one of those movies where like, it seems like she's about to have her start to another sequel of a movie right when the movie ends. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty good. Like the cast is pretty fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um. Leah Thompson is in it. She plays their mother and it's great. Yeah. Um, it's so good to see her. <laughs> and you could tell how much fun these two sisters had together on screen along with yeah. their mother. So it that that charisma and that charm is definitely infectious off screen. And you're yeah. just like, oh, how do you not like this movie? It is. It is. It's very, it's, it's, it's delightful. Just yeah, it is delightful. It's not, <laughs> not going to change anything. It's no. just, it's a fun movie you watch on Hulu. I mean, will you watch it again? Who knows? <laughs> I wouldn't turn it down. Was, you know, it's, it's enjoyable. It's, it's, a, it's a fun, I, because it was like so funny at times. Yeah, why not? 
Right? No, I thought this was cool. And I guess this was Leah Thompson's first feature film to direct, which was pretty cool too. Very cool. Yeah. And she did a good job. I mean, everyone did a good job. It's just story is again, it's nothing you're going to be like, Oh my God, this is such a refreshing new romantic comedy. No, it's not that, but it's still enjoyable. No, it's a, it's a very enjoyable movie. I, Definitely enjoyed it. I think most people will enjoy it. It's fun to see kind of like the, just like kind of like the crazy situations Izzy gets herself into with these different guys because she's pretty honest. She she definitely genuinely likes these some of these people, but these dudes all have crazy issues. Yeah, they do. They do. So um, it's, but I would imagine that's kind of the scene being Hollywood. <laughs> doing that you know type of thing so um and like some you feel for some you don't feel for yeah but um i'm curious because i know you brought it up in the text uh and then earlier on but there is a sequence in the movie where somebody cheats on somebody else in like a horrific fashion yeah and i've known your stance on uh cheating and stuff like that before yeah but I'm curious, like, I, I don't know. I, it depends on how long, I guess, you've been with somebody or, I mean, I know some people are just like black and white, it's over. And in, in gray areas, it's not that type of thing, you know? Uh, there's there's yeah. a gray area or can you forgive somebody? Can you get past it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. How do you think? How did you feel about this movie? Because I know you texted me like, would you forgive them or something and like that? You said like, you would, right? You would forgive I mean, you're you're seeing that and you're like, oh, yeah, they were completely drunk. They could barely stand up. It doesn't make sense that it happened. Yes, you're completely pissed, but it was a very drunken night. And then, like, he, it seems like he really was upset about it and very sorry and trying to make up for it. So I feel at some point, yes. I think the there are... I, there are reasons like as far as in what it was shown before the cheating happened was there was issues in the relationship. There was feeling, I think if you're, if you're not like communicating with your partner and there's already like issues and maybe, I don't know, there there is gray area. There is gray area. Um, I can't say that I would be like, absolutely not because I really would want to fight for a relationship if, if I really love the person. Um, but I don't know. It'd be really, I mean, a trust is broken. So right. Cause I think there's, road. there's a difference between having an affair, going to someone multiple times, right. And being in love with somebody else. Yeah. Then having a drunken night and just doing something stupid. That's true. That is true. And I feel like the, the latter was this movie because, yeah. <laughs> which I no, mean, I guess correct. they had to That's draw. Different. Yeah. They had to draw on some sort of, you know, conflict and resolution by the end, even though it was yeah. kind of far-fetched. Um, but who knows? Right. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, so then that's how you feel too. You're like, it just depends on the situation. I mean, you never know until you're in it, you know, yeah. you never know until you're actually in that situation. How much do you feel for this yeah. person? Can you easily turn that off and say never again? Yeah. You know, it's, it's something, I don't know, something like that's that. That's true. That's true. I, ultimately you never know until you're in it. So yeah. Um, but yeah, the movie's great. 
the it's it's a funny movie it it's just it's just enjoyable so and like a lot of the movie there's like leah thompson i guess wanted to get creative and kind of have all of izzy's guys talk to the camera throughout the movie talking about her and their time with her so part of us was like did she die and they're just well, like, was, I didn't obituary. think she died. You thought she died. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, why are they I giving her an obituary? Or are they making it? See, I thought someone, I thought she was making a movie. That was, so I was waiting for somebody to be on the other end. Like maybe her sister maybe decided to make a film and they were going to be like showing who was asking the questions. So I, mm. I kind of wish we knew who was asking the questions and like what it was for. But I mean, it's, you never, it's never answered. It seems just no. like, you know, like a, just like a narrative type of storyline where you can it's tell like that he's, is, he's made an right. impression on people. Right. It was like, he's just not that into you. You never, you never uh, see who those people are talking to on the other end. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. The year of spectacular men. Good choice, Susan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. She picked yeah. it. All right, let's move on to our last category, our last segment of No BS mm-hmm. with Brian and Susan on 420, man. Our honorable mm-hmm. mentions, our suggestions of movies and TVs that you should be watching. Yes. Uh, well, I've got the first one is We Broke Up. Uh, it stars um, the girl who played Stormfront in uh, The Boys, Aya Cash. And Cheedy from uh, The Good Place, William Harper Jackson, if I'm correct. I believe that's his name. Uh, This movie was so cute. It's a very, very indie rom-com about a couple that uh, the guy proposes to her. She throws up and does not want to get married, likes her life, um, in an apartment, in having like a job as like a cafe waitress and clearly just doesn't want to grow up. It's like she wants to live in that part of her life like forever. She's happy with that though. And doesn't say that she doesn't want to be with him, but doesn't want to marry him. And he does want all of it though. He wants the house. He wants to grow old and kids and all that stuff. So, uh, and they're, they have to go to her sister's wedding. It happens to be really close. So they decide to um, not tell anybody that they broke up because they've been together for 10 years and everybody loves them together. So they don't want to ruin the wedding weekend. Um, and so they pretend they're still together and it's really interesting. I just love it. I'm, I'm really curious of your opinion. I have this one question because I'm always curious. Do you believe if someone says they don't want to get married, that they just don't want to get married to you or that it can be that they just, they just don't want to get married? Um, ooh, um, I mean, if somebody says like, oh yeah, I don't want to get married. I mean, I would imagine they just don't want to get married. Cause a lot of people would say like, oh yeah, I'm out there dating. But usually people say, oh, I don't want to get married. They're usually not the ones that really date a whole lot. Well, no, I'm talking about someone who's been in a long-term relationship. Oh, and they don't want to get married. Yes. That's oh, what I'm talking about. That's some deep seated issues right there. Um, I like would you- yeah, I would imagine that they're just stalling for time and they're comfortable, but they're not really happy. Okay, interesting. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. What about I, you? 
I've always felt more, I, I always lean more on the way that you, you say it. I really think so. Um, but then again, I interviewed the writer and the director for this film and I asked that question and the director was married with two kids, but the writer said she's actually been with her partner, uh, her boyfriend or whatever for 15 years. And, and why don't they want to get married? That just, she just is like, we just don't, there's nothing, no rush or anything like that. But I found that very interesting. I was like, I was like, I mean, if both, my thing is if both people, if both people are comfortable with it, then okay. Like that's fine. Well, I'm just but trying I to figure always, out what are they avoiding? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, people, there are some people that just don't, I mean, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, they're not right. Married. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That's, it's just an interesting thing. But then again, both Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, they were married before. Yeah, so Goldie Hawn was married three times. He was married twice. She was um, married three times? Mm-hmm. Really? I believe so. I thought when I, maybe Because I'm Kate wrong. Hudson is the um, half-sister to Wyatt Russell, who we talked about. Right. Earlier. So, but, yeah, I think, I think she's, she was married three times, um, I believe. I'm trying to remember who the first one was. Looking it up now. You're looking it up now? Oh, good. She's been married twice. Oh, twice. Uh, twice before. So that. So I look at it as possibly like she got married twice and she oh, but, looks at it like okay. she was, wants to just, yeah. Like yeah, that's so just, I count the third time to Kurt Russell because basically they've been together for 25, 30 years. Right, right. And then Kurt Russell's only been married once. Right. Goal. So I would say, I mean, technically common law happens too. Yes. after seven years too so i don't know it's just it it really it's always interesting to me i mean that's that's the other question to ask somebody is like so what is it about marriage that you don't want to be with someone but uh, i mean to each their own people it's no judgment here on it it's just um i've i, I always i you know because then i go back to like 500 days of summer because a lot of what you see a lot of the times is the people that have been together for long-term relationships and then they don't they don't ever get married uh, they'll break up and then like somebody, the person who was like, oh, I don't want to, I just don't want to get married. They'll meet somebody and then immediately they'll get married to that person. So yeah. I don't know. That's it. But anyways, yeah, that I kind of uh, veered over there, but it was, it, it kind of, it was one of those films that makes you question that. So I thought it was really, uh, I thought it was good. And then I watched the film together together starring Ed Helms. I wanted to see this. Yeah, it was, it was, um, it was cute. It was, it was, uh, interesting. Not a lot. It, this is a super indie film. Whereas like, it's the two of them conversating a lot about he, you know, she's his surrogate, I guess. And she's carrying his baby and they're two lonely people who find a friendship through all this, but there's not a whole lot of a supporting cast and not a whole lot of like action or slapstick comedy or anything like that. It's just conversation and little moments of comedy. But it's a very intriguing story because just listening to them is is interesting enough. So, uh, I mean, don't expect – it's not like baby mama. You know, this isn't that at all. It's very, very chill and just two people talking. But it's good. And then finally, I watched uh, The Mitchells versus The Machines um, coming out on Netflix. Such a surprisingly great animated movie. I really enjoyed it. 
um, talks a lot about how reliant we are on technology and kind of reminds you of a time before all that. And then it's just a really great family story, father daughter relationship. And yeah, it's a great one. Man, I, I really want to see that one. Yeah. I really want to see that. Is it in your previews for, for Netflix? No, I need to need to get it. It's mm-hmm. uh, interesting because of all, I was getting everything, but then uh, all of that kind of changed companies, like who you're supposed to go through. Yeah. So now I have to go through uh, somebody else. I think like Netflix solely. And yeah. it's just like, man, there's so many people to deal with. And it's just, uh, right. so um, I want to get that um, for sure. Cause I want to watch mm-hmm. it. Um, the one I'll mention right now is Psycho Gorman. There's a complete mm-hmm. opposite from what. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Uh, so Psycho Gorman, Psycho Gorman, PG, mm-hmm. is basically a, this movie is so much fun. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty low budget, very indie style, but it's about these two very young kids who summon like the, the nastiest, most killingest demon from hell. And uh-huh. his goal is to kind of um, kill everything and everyone very okay. horrifically. <laughs> and um, the little girl who's maybe like eight years old has like this amulet that controls him. So she can uh-huh. tell him to do whatever he wants to do, uh, whatever she wants him to do. So there's kind of like a dynamic of like becoming good and like, family and love and stuff like that but there's like this demonic hell guy who has to follow her and he becomes you know more in tune with you know the other side of not being a killer Uh (laughs) and like the all the effects are or most of the effects are very practical so it's pretty gory um but it's like done like like the visual effects are very reminiscent of like power rangers it's kind of how all these demons look Uh, um so it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, there's a lot of heart to it and it's silly, but it's pretty good. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's right. called Psycho Goreman and I think it's on demand as we speak. PG. All right. It's a short, short title PG, but yeah, Psycho Goreman is what is basically what, cause he, this, this demon has uh, like a longer, more sinister name, but the the uh-huh. young brother and sister give him give him the name Psycho Goreman. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I don't think there'll be anybody you recognize in it, but yeah, it's a silly movie. I I recommend that. I I think that's my only one this week. Oh yeah, oh, the shameless, shameless. Yeah, yeah, shameless series finale. This How many seasons on, was that show, by the way? I think eleven. Whoa. So wow. it's been on a very long time, and I've but- watched it since it's aired. Um, and then the series finale was on last Sunday. Um, this last season has been really good. Uh, the, the final episode was just subpar. Um, okay. I, there's some good elements to it, but I think there's like stuff that wasn't really answered being a series finale, but you kind of alluded to kind of, I just kind of, I feel like there should have been like a little more of a like a stinger, like of like a, fin- a finality to it all. Uh-huh. But I still liked it. It was real sweet and a little, a little emotional. Not really. Uh, I, f- I feel like it could have been better, but it's sad to see that show go. Cause that was a pretty fun show to watch. Yeah. Uh, great acting yeah. and stuff like I mean, that. 
So yeah, it looks good. I've only seen one episode, but yeah. Oh, you only seen one episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have your work cut out for you. 11 seasons. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Huh? We'll get to that mention. later. Yeah, yeah. No, it's oh, a good I, one. I guess I should mention I, Trevor and I watched Ted Lasso for the first time. Yes. Um, one of my favorite things. Week. Yes. The favorite yeah. shows ever. It's so, so good. So good. We watched the, during our staycation, we, uh, we like binged it as it's only the, what, like eight episodes or something. So, or no, it's 10, it's 10. Um, but oh my God, I like immediately love Ted Lasso character. Like that he's, his, his positivity is like so infectious and it's just inspiring. It makes, he, I was telling Trevor, I was like, I want to be him. Like he, <laughs> we, we need more characters like Ted Lasso filling up our TV screens and people need, it needs to rub off on people. So I love, I love his, his hatred for English tea. It's yeah, so good. <laughs> I think it's hilarious because I love tea. So I think it's so funny. He's like, I always thought that uh, tea would taste like brown, dirty water. And I'm right. I said, that stuff's awful. That's yeah, that's, that's not, well, he says it in such a great way. Yes. <laughs> but like the, throughout the show, like he's going through a divorce and I know Jason mm-hmm. Sudeikis went through a divorce while filming the show. Well, they were only engaged, I think. I don't know if they ever Oh, they weren't married? I don't think so. I think they had a long term me, engagement. Okay. Maybe I've long-term. I just know they split up. I know that. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. Yeah, no, he was only engaged to Olivia Wilde. He is divorced um to somebody else that they divorced in 2010, but yeah, him and uh, Olivia Wilde were engaged for a long time. And yeah. but they have, and they have kids together. So, but it makes you wonder. Yeah. I was thinking that I was like, I wonder if any of what was going on in that show was like from like reflective of his relationship with Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Know. And it took me an episode or two to realize that was Juno Temple. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That was Juno Temple. I was like, no, oh I knew God, that. Yeah, I'm surprised Temple. you didn't recognize her. Because like, I always, re- I always see her in um, Killer Joe you know you know the movie with Matthew McConaughey and um and Juno Temple and Emil Hirsch Thomas Hayden Church <laughs> I would see her in that and when I saw her here I'm like oh yeah that's Juno Temple I forget because she's like she's a great actress and, you know I she saw is. her in um Palmer too you know different character yeah. but like she's yeah. really good in this one and just every character is really fleshed out and great I'm glad you watched that show finally i mean if you're having any thoughts about not doing apple tv plus do apple tv plus because tad lasso is worth the money (laughs) yes it's worth it i love it love it love it glad you liked it and that is our 420 episode man no bs with (laughs) ryan And Susan, I can't do it. <laughs> I sound like a like <laughs> that was terrible. Oh my gosh! Try it again. No, no. BS with Brian. And Sue, I I cannot do it. I sound like so weird. And Susan, there you go. And Susan, we're on <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Google Play. Subscribe. Click that link. We would love to hear from you. We are no BS. We'll be back next time with another fantastic episode. It's going to be amazing. Until then, enjoy the holiday.
Bye.